Welcome to Speak Up and Stay Alive Radio with author, speaker, and your host, Pat Rulo, serving you a generous helping of everything you need to know to help you and your loved ones stay safe during any doctor or hospital visit. The program is not intended to replace medical advice from a licensed professional, but rather to encourage you to become a well-informed participant in your health and well-being. And now, your host, Pat Rulo. Hello and welcome. I'm Pat Rulo, the voice for patient safety, where each week we delve into little-known healthcare and hospital hazards, as well as other fringe topics that affect your health and well-being. I'm so happy you've taken the time to join me, and today I have lots to share with you. So, let's dig right in, shall we? Well, with the holidays coming up, most of us will have the opportunity to spend some time with younger family members, children and teens, and we will also be purchasing gifts for these children. Now, instead of racing and embracing all of the smart technology out there and buying techno gadgets, I thought I'd share with you some background on what and how technology is shaping today's youth. And it is not good. An excellent article crossed my desk a few days ago from the Mercola.com website with the title of Are Smartphones Destroying a Generation? You know, as parents or grandparents or simply concerned intelligent humans, we have an urgent need to understand today's rising generation of teens and young adults. Now, those born after 1995 might be considered in the iGen, the letter I, iGen, like iPhone and iPad and all of that, iGen, it in fact is the first generation to spend their entire adolescence in the age of the smartphone. With social media and texting replacing other activities, iGens spend less time with their friends in person. And perhaps that is why they are experiencing unprecedented levels of anxiety, depression, and loneliness. But technology is not the only thing that makes iGens distinct from every generation before them. They are also different in how they spend their time, how they behave, and in their attitudes toward religion, sexuality, and politics. They socialize in a completely new way. More than previous generations, they are obsessed with safety, focused on tolerance, and have no patience for inequality iGens are growing up more slowly than previous generations. In fact, they say 18-year-olds look and act like 15-year-olds used to. As this new group of young people grow into adulthood, we all need to understand them. Because where iGen goes, so goes our nation and the world. Now, there's a book written by Dr. Jean Twang titled iGen, Why Today's Super-Connected Kids Are Growing Up, less rebellious, more tolerant, less happy, and completely unprepared for adulthood. This is where the author drew from nationally representative surveys of 11 million young people, as well as in-depth interviews, to document the cultural changes shaping today's teens and young adults, documenting how their changed world has impacted their attitudes, their worldviews, and mental health. Now, children today cannot even fathom a life pre-internet a life 
where schoolwork involved visits to libraries and phone calls required you to stay in one spot, since the telephone was actually attached to the wall. Kids spend an inordinate amount of time on their smartphones, communicating with friends and possibly strangers via text, Twitter, Facebook, and they work to keep up their snap streaks on Snapchat. My goodness, even toddlers are proficient in navigating their way around a wireless tablet these days. Author Jean Twang, she discusses the online habits of this girl named Athena, a 13-year-old from Texas, and she says that this gal told me she spent most of the summer hanging out alone in her room with her phone. That's just the way her generation is, she said. We didn't have a choice to know any life without iPads or iPhones. She said, I think we like our phones more than we like actual people. And that's coming from a 13-year-old. Now, this author, Jean Twang, who, who has studied generational differences for two and a half decades, she notes that the post-millennial generation is radically different, and these abrupt shifts in teen behavior and emotional states emerged suddenly around the year 2012. Millennials, distinguished by pronounced individualistic streak, stand in sharp contrast to those following, in whom the drive for independence and individualism has virtually vanished. The experiences they have every day are radically different from those of the generation that just came a few years before them. So what happened in 2012 to cause such a dramatic shift in behavior? Well, it was exactly the moment when the proportion of Americans who owned a smartphone surpassed 50%. This is a generation shaped by the smartphone and the rise of social media. These iGen children are born between 1995 and 2012. And as I said, members of this generation are growing up with smartphones. They have an Instagram account before they start high school, and they do not remember a time before the internet. According to author Twang, the social impact of smartphones and tablets has not been fully appreciated and goes far beyond the usual concerns about curtailed attention spans. Perhaps most importantly, smartphones have changed the way teens interact socially, and this has a significant ramification for their psychological health. Teens today are far less likely to want to get a driver's license than previous generations, and a majority of their social life is carried out in the solitude of their bedroom via their smartphones. As of 2015, 12th graders spent less time hanging out and socializing with friends than 8th graders did in 2009. Now, while this makes them physically safer than the previous generation because they're not going very many places, this kind of isolation does not bode well for mental health and or the building of social skills required for work and personal relationships. In fact, today's teens are also far less prone to date than previous generations. In 2015, 56% of high school seniors dated nearly 30% less than boomers and Gen Xers. And not surprisingly, sexual activity has also declined, down by about 40% since 1991, resulting in a 67% drop in teen pregnancy rates. Now, while that's a good thing, avoiding the drama and heartbreak of those early love experiences has not had a positive effect on emotional health. Rates of teen depression and suicide have dramatically risen since 2012, and data suggests 
Spending three hours or more each day on electronic devices raises a teen's suicide risk by 35%. Did you hear that? Between 2007 and 2015, the suicide rate for 12 to 14 year old girls rose threefold, a gender trend that can in part be blamed on a rise in cyberbullying, which is more common among girls. The suicide rate among boys doubled in that same time frame. And so there goes social media. Now, it's not an exaggeration to describe iGens as being on the brink of the worst mental health crisis in decades, adding that much of this deterioration can be traced to their phones. There is compelling evidence that the devices we placed in young people's hands are having profound effects on their lives and making them seriously unhappy. Data from the annual Monitoring the Future survey reveals the more times teens spend online, the unhappier they are. And those who spend more time than average on in-person relations and activities that do not involve their smartphones are far more likely to report being happy. Results such as these really should come as no surprise. Spending time outdoors has been scientifically shown to dramatically improve people's moods and significantly reduce symptoms of depression. Now, interestingly, it doesn't matter what type of screen activity is involved. They're all equally likely to cause psychological distress. Between 2012 and 2015, depressive symptoms among boys rose 21%. Among girls, the rise during that same time was a whopping 50%, a truly remarkable increase in just three years' time. Now, if you were going to give advice for a happy adolescence based on this survey, it would be straightforward. Put down the phone, turn off the laptop, and do something, anything, that does not involve a screen. Now, many teens exhibit compulsive obsession with their smartphones. Well, actually, both children and adults are exhibiting signs of addiction to their electronic devices. I mean, just go out and look around anywhere. Everyone is nose down into their phones. And amazingly, many people even sleep with their smartphones right next to them in bed or directly under their pillow, a trend that is bound to cause severe harm to both their mental and physical health. The radiation alone is a significant hazard and is known to disrupt sleep. But the blue light from the screen, plus the beeping and the pinging when messages and other notifications come in, well, those are bound to interrupt a healthy sleep cycle as well. Now, this does not even factor in the influence of cell phone microwaves influencing melatonin, which regulates your sleep-wake cycle. When your melatonin production is disrupted, it can have long-term health effects, as shown in a 2013 study in which the United States government collaborated with the Egyptian Foreign Ministry to assess the effects of cell phone radiation on the central nervous system. They found that exposure to cell phone radiation for just one hour a day for one month caused rats to experience a period of delay before entering rapid eye movement deep sleep, a phase that is necessary for restful sleep. And I've talked about this before. I mean, until I personally addressed the EMF and the ELF electrical fields in my home and environment, I wasn't sleeping well and was clearly on the road to disease. 
So it comes as no great surprise then that sleep deprivation among teenagers rose by 57 percent between 1991 and 2015. I mean, many do not even get seven hours of sleep on a regular basis, while science reveals they need a minimum of eight and as much as 10 hours to maintain their health. Typically, their phone is the last thing they see before they go to sleep and the first thing they see when they wake up. Some actually use the language of addiction and say, I know I shouldn't, but I just can't help it, one said about looking at her phone while in bed. Others saw their phone as an extension of their body or even like a lover. Having my phone closer to me while I'm sleeping is a comfort. So I think it's safe to say that internet addiction is a growing epidemic. Reach Out Recovery identifies conditions that may trigger internet addiction or compulsions, including anxiety, depression, and other addictions, social isolation, and stress. Internet activity may stimulate your brain's reward system, much like drugs and alcohol, providing a constant source of information and entertainment. While each person's internet use is different, the results may be the same, and long-term effects may include irritation when someone interrupts your interaction online, difficulty completing tasks, increased isolation, experiencing euphoria while online, inability to stop despite the consequences, and increasing stress. It should come as no surprise that companies that make money when people spend more time and money on the internet are consciously trying to manipulate your behavior. Former Google product manager Tristan Harris revealed how digital giants are engineering smartphone apps and social media feedback to get you to check and double check online. In fact, Harris describes the reward process of using a smartphone as playing the slot machines. And Google has discovered a way to embed that reward system as you use the apps on your phone. This process is so important to digital corporations that Apple turned down a new smartphone app for their store that would actually help people to reduce their use of the internet and their smartphones. There's a process known in programming circles as brain hacking, as they incorporate knowledge of neuropsychology into the development of digital interfaces that boost interaction. For instance, getting likes on Facebook and Instagram, the streaks on Snapchat or cute emojis on text are all designed to increase your engagement and desire to return. Harris describes it as a race to the bottom of the brainstem where fear and anxiety live, two of the most powerful motivators known to advertisers. Both advertisers and computer software developers are using these techniques to write code that will engage your attention. And again, I've talked about this many times. In 2011, the World Health Organization's International Agency for Research on Cancer declared cell phones a Group 2 possible human carcinogen related to the microwave radiation emitted from the phone. Even cell phone manufacturers place warnings on their products to keep them at least one inch from your body. A systematic review and an analysis published in PLOS 1 in 2017 also warns that there's a significant positive association between long-term mobile phone use, giving a minimum of 10 years, and glioma, which is a type of brain tumor. Overall, cell phone use for at least one decade was associated with a 2.22 greater odds of developing brain cancer. 
Such findings have gained strength with the publication of two lifetime exposure studies on animals, both of which confirmed an increased risk of brain tumors. Now, while cancer is certainly a long-term concern, there are more pressing health effects associated with chronic, around-the-clock electromagnetic field exposure. Now, the reason excessive EMF exposure is associated with depression and neurological dysfunction, including dementia, is because your brain has the highest density of calcium channels in your body. The pacemaker in your heart and the male testes are also high-density areas, and EMF exposure has been linked to cardiac arrhythmias and infertility as well. Studies have linked excessive exposure to EMFs to an increased risk of both depression and suicide. Addiction to or high engagement with mobile devices can also trigger depression and anxiety, according to recent research from the University of Illinois. According to Nicholas Carr, author of the book, The Shallows, What the Internet is Doing to Our Brains, millennials are experiencing greater problems with forgetfulness than seniors. This is the dark side of the neurological plasticity that allows your brain to adapt to changes in your environment. This type of plasticity is one way your brain recovers after a stroke has permanently damaged an area. A loss of white matter, reduced cortical thickness, and impaired cognitive functioning are other brain structure and functional changes that have been demonstrated from long-term internet use. It is impossible to ignore that these devices are changing your brain structure, and the experience is also increasing exposure to microwave radiation and large amounts of blue light at night, thereby impacting you or your child's body's ability to produce melatonin. So, to sum up, all of this potential to encourage anxiety and depression in young people is an out-and-out crime a crime against humanity, and yet we happily tag along, buying into it. Do you think for one moment that big tech and big pharma aren't cuddling up to increase profits? How many young people do you know today who take pharmaceutical drugs for anxiety and depression? How many did you know 40 years ago? It's all a trap, and we are being manipulated, and I don't know about you, but I don't like to be manipulated. I mean, think of it. Disease is sold as food. Sickness sold as medicine. Insanity is sold as information. It's a wonder anyone can function at any level. Now, am I suggesting you throw out your phones? Actually, yes. But obviously, that's not quite reasonable. But what I am suggesting is that, as a responsible adult, you do not have to give your young child a smartphone or an iPad. Take charge and do what you must to limit their exposure to wireless technology. Teach them more responsible usage. At a bare minimum, insist on their turning off their phones and tablets at night and to not sleep with their phone beneath their pillow or directly near their head. I mean, really, try to minimize the presence of electronic devices in their bedroom and to protect everyone in your household and instill the concept of having off times shut down your Wi-Fi at night. Turn off that router. Come on, we can get back to a simpler, more normal time and quit allowing the tech giants to lead you down the path of destruction, their path to your destruction. It's clear, the science is out there, although it's always covered up. Smartphones are destroying a generation. And what is left of this world when it eventually is run by anxious, depressed, drug-pumped, hollow shells?
It's way beyond time to take heed. So I encourage you to share this segment with everyone you know, especially those who have young children and teens. And you can hear this again and download it from the website, speakupandstayalive.com. That's speakupandstayalive.com. So this holiday season, don't be part of the problem, be part of the solution. There is actually something quite cool in being a person who has enough guts to take a stand, take action, and speak up. And in case you're worried about being all alone, don't fret. I'm here to back you up. Listen to Pat Rulo and Speak Up and Stay Alive Radio. Stay safe from little-known healthcare and hospital hazards. To learn more, go to speakupandstayalive.com. That's speakupandstayalive.com. Are you looking for the perfect gift for that hard-to-please person this holiday season? Someone who has it all? Tired of sending the same boring stuff? Well, you can solve all of your problems right now and become the coolest gift giver ever. I will personally help you out and send your friends or family members a sparkly, purpley, bubbly package from my very own company, Zap and Zen. That's right. With the Zap and Zen Club subscription, I will send your recipient three organic essential oil goodies mailed to their home or office each month. Each month, it features not only fun, but seriously healthy and useful wellness solutions, such as spray bottles of Dirty Talk, Cell Phone Cleaner, or Happy Hands, my Amped Up Hand Sanitizer, or Hospital Helper, or Clear the Air to help fight bacteria and germs. Or how about those convenient roller balls like snooze to help with sleep, melt to help with anxiety, feeling no pain for headaches and muscle pain, or I have a brand new lip balm, great for this winter, called Chap Zapper. Fun names with important and useful purposes. Now it's only $23 a month and a small amount for shipping, far and away less expensive than any single bottle you might find somewhere else. My oils are organic and not sourced from the bandwagon multi-level marketing essential oil companies that charge an arm and a leg for oils that are not even organic. And I send three bottles, not just one. So let me help you. You can subscribe monthly or save and purchase a six month or 12 months of monthly gift packages that arrive to surprise and delight your recipients each and every month. Heck, treat yourself too. Sure beats the monthly fruit or candy clubs. Just visit the website zappenzen.com. That's Z-A-P-N-Z-E-N. Z-A-P, the letter N, Z-E-N.com. Zappenzen.com for details and to get started. One click and you're done shopping. Now, who wouldn't want to receive a sparkly, purpley, bubbly package in their mailbox each month? You'll be remembered as the best gift giver ever. Visit zappenzen.com or call me 440-725-5462. That is 440-725-5462. And happy holidays from me to you. Hi there, I'm Gina Murphy-Darling, the host of Mrs. Green's World, and I personally invite you to become a part of our movement. We show up every day to help create the change we wish to see because we care deeply about this great planet of ours. The guests I interview inspire ways of living that are healthy, sustainable, and socially just. 
we discuss real issues by leveraging experts and science to get trustworthy information. Please visit our website at mrsgreensworld.com to learn more and to become a part of our world. Cold weather is back here in Northeast Ohio. Is your furnace ready for a workout? Mine is, because it's been checked by the team at BNK Heating and Cooling. Last winter, our system decided to die, and with one quick phone call, BNK was at the back door, ready to heat things up. So before that happens to you, schedule an appointment with their licensed, bonded, and fully insured professional experts. It's just $69.95, and well worth it. Stay cozy this winter. Call Bill at 216-210-2529. That is 216-210-2529. Or visit them at bnkheating.com and tell him I sent you. Well, not much time left today, but I hope you take to heart the very real threat caused by the decisions we make based on what is foisted upon us by big business. Progress is a beautiful thing, but not at the expense of human health, and that is precisely the intersection where we find ourselves today. But hopefully we still have the ability to make personal choices for ourselves and for our families. So I hope that as you begin your quest for holiday gifts, you choose safe and sensible ones. A gift pass to a museum or orchestra, tickets to a play, or how about some free quality time spent with loved ones outdoors? Take a nature walk, go forest bathing, pack a winter picnic, anything but radiating microwave frequencies that kill brain cells and cause a host of anxiety and stress. I mean, what kind of a gift is that? Who wants to be a gift giver that puts the recipient in harm's way? Well, enough said. But until next time, be sure to visit two websites for some health-enhancing gift ideas. Zappenzen, Z-A-P-N-Z-E-N dot com. Zappenzen dot com for some fun and healing essential oils, rollerballs, spray mists, oils, lotions, or give the gift of the Zappenzen Monthly Club, where we send you or your recipient monthly packages of beautifully packaged essential oils and blends, all organic, of course, that can do wonders for your and their mental and physical states. And it's all at zappenzen.com. That's Z-A-P-N-Z-E-N.com. And after that, head over to speakupandstayalive.com, all spelled out, speak up and stay alive. Com and purchase a copy of my book, How to Survive a Hospital Stay. It's perfect for just about anyone because eventually each and every one of us will find ourselves in a hospital situation, either as a patient or as an advocate or as a visitor. It pays to find out what can and does go wrong long before you need it. For $19.95 plus a few dollars for shipping, you can be a gift giver who gives life-changing and life-saving presents. Speakupandstayalive.com or order by phone. Just leave a message on the radio studio line and I will get back to you. 440-725-5462. That is 440-725-5462. All right, until next time, I hope you have a healthy and a happy week free from anything labeled smart. 
I am Pat Rulo, and I am the voice for informed choice.